Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinal podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, and today we have a very special edition of PHNX Cardinals as Saul Bookman and I are joined by our DNVR comrades out of Denver, and we talk about a plethora of topics, most notably Kyler Murray whether or not they believe he would be a good fit in Denver. Of course he would. And what kind of package in return would the desperate quarterback purgatory Denver Broncos be forced to give up in route for Kyler Murray? We talk about Cliff Kingsbury. We talk about their new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. You don't want to miss it. But first, I want to remind everybody, when Covington and Mazdaval step into the octagon this Saturday at UFC 272, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, has a knockout offer for new customers. Bet just $1 on the main event. Get $100 in free bets no matter what. First knockout, you get paid. Majority draw, you get paid. Double knockout resulting in a no contest ruling. Yep, you get $100 in free bets no matter what the outcome is. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. 21 and older. Arizona only gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customer only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. I also want to remind everybody, check out GoPHNX.com for all of your favorite content from all of your favorite writers, not just your boy here, but everybody covering the Suns, the Coyotes, U of A, ASU, and more. You can also check out our PHNX merchandise locker. Get yourself a fresh tea, $29.99, or you can become a member at gophnx.com for just under $60 for the entire year, and you get a free t-shirt in the process. What better deal is that? Gophnx.com. And lastly, children five and older, they're eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease. It's safe, free, and highly effective. And COVID-9 vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash vaccine for a location nearest to you. Well, without further ado, here is our exclusive one-on-one with the folks from DNVR, PHNX combined at the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. Enjoy. All right, guys. Three ones. And Bradley Chubb for Kyler Murray, yes or no? 
Uh, well, I looked up before this podcast Bradley Chubb's numbers outside oh. of his rookie year. I wish Don't you do wouldn't that. have done Don't that. Do that. They, are, <laughs> they are, in fact, very bad. No, no, no. Former number five overall pick. That's yep. just number five overall pick. Vance Joseph likes him. He also is due a contract. I would imagine he's playing on his fifth-year option this year. Yep. Um, you're, getting, you're looking too deep into this. No, we got to do my homework. Yeah. Now, would, would Steve Keim do his homework? I'm not sure. Me, in this scenario with Saul, we're doing our homework. I'm declining that. Uh, I like the offer of the three firsts. I think that's mandatory in any Kyler Murray trade. Okay. I also think that, by default, you probably have to throw in Drew Locke in any scenario just so the Cardinals have somebody. Here's me sliding Ooh, that Wait, the- let's talk about yeah. – yeah, we yeah, can do good, that. Dude. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> now, all unfortunately for this next player I'm going to include, Jerry Judy's got to come back in the trade. Oh, yes. And poor Jerry Judy's ass has to play with Drew Locke in Arizona. So I my my offer is going to be three ones – Drew Locke, Jerry Judy, is there anything additional you want to add to that? Oh, man. It would be nice to have a corner. Yeah, you know, Patrick Sertain was yeah, really like, good last like, year. Like uh, I'm going to go Jerry Judy, Patrick Because Sertain. it's harder to find a cornerback than it is uh, a quarterback. You know what? Somebody famous and well-known once said that. <laughs> no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, Ryan, who are we talking to? What do you mean? Who are we talking to? Oh, well, we'll get to that in a second. Oh. Finish the offer. All right, three ones, Sertain. Jerry Judy, so what? What equates to about five ones there, okay. and then Drew Locke as a as a filler. All right, for Zach, Kyler Murray. About this? Yes. We're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, DNVR PHNX got. I'm Ryan Konigsberg, Zach Stevens, Johnny Venerable, Saul Bookman. A uh, little crossover show here. I like where we're off to already. Um, so now we have Kyler Murray. We're Great. out of quarterback purgatory. Great. Yes, we don't have to ask half the questions that we asked today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, exactly. we got Colt McCoy, so uh, it should be fun. Yeah, yeah we got good. Drew Locke. Yeah, we do have Drew Locke. Yeah, who we have Colt will promptly release. <laughs> we We've talked about Kyler a lot on our show, but we know it's kind of a pipe dream. Where do you guys like? What do you guys think the end of this is? Is it just they send over a bag of cash and and we're good? Yes, I think Kyler bullies them into a contract that they're not comfortable with right now. I think that we get to a point with OTAs this offseason where he will not show up. Uh, Michael Bidwell doesn't like bad press. As much as Steve Kime does not negotiate in the public eye, he, he cut off negotiations with Chandler Jones and Patrick Peterson the minute they got ugly and went public. Kyler Murray is a different animal. He's 24 years old. He's a franchise quarterback, two-time Pro Bowler, offensive rookie of the year. His brand, and I've said this from the start, is bigger than the Arizona Cardinals, whether they want to believe it or not. And it's just a, it's a cold day in hell when you show up for offseason work and your franchise quarterback mm. isn't there. So I, I believe that he will get close to what he's asking for in the coming months. That's I, where that's I, where I do not. Mm. I vehemently disagree with, with Johnny, and that's okay. Yes. That's all right. That's why we have a show together. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Listen, there's no way in hell Kyler Murray has the leverage right now. There just oh, isn't. Oh, I love this. There just okay. isn't. Like, what are you going to do? I feel do? like we're in, like, a therapy session. <laughs> like, like, what <laughs> yeah. are you going to do? You're going to go play baseball in Reno, Nevada, even though there's a fucking strike going on? Like, no. There, there's nowhere for you to go. You either got to Got a play nice out. place for him in Denver. You have two years left on your contract, too. Like, yeah, that's The that's leverage and then the franchise tag, like, he has no leverage right now. Like, if they give him a contract, cool. If not, what's he going to do? Sit out? Cool. Sit out. So I can tell where you're coming from. You've got to watch Kyler Murray play the past three seasons. And Denver, 
you pay him. And then we yeah. don't have to talk about this like we've been talking about the last five seasons. I think I think you're coming from a privileged place. Don't, you do dude, sound very first privileged. Of all, first of all, <laughs> the, from the franchise who has been one of the most privileged at the yeah, quarterback it's position. True, it's I, true. You didn't have to live through the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s Cardinals. Like, So I don't want to hear that. <laughs> right now, you're, you're definitely the, the, you, the side that has a quarterback, and we don't. So we'll take, honestly, anyone. Yes. Um, but I, I happen to love Kyler. All right, is there anything you guys wanted to throw back at us? Because, like, you know, we're, we're in a trading mood, or we're, we'll, we'll give you anything you want. So you will trade you, Vance Joseph, um, for, let's see, I, you know, Vic Fangio, I thought, would have been a great fit as the Cardinal defensive coordinator. And it, it seems like the Broncos have had these prestigious defensive coordinators that have become head coaches. It's nice to see you guys go on the offensive side and join the 21st century, which is great yeah, news. Tell us about it. Because six of the eight divisions last year were won by offensive coaches. The final four coaches in the AFC and NFC were offensive guys. So that's good news. Yep. What's not good news for a lot of Cardinal fans is Vance Joseph is returning, <laughs> probably in a lame duck season. We tried to warn you guys. I was begging and pleading for the inept Miami Dolphins to sign him as their new head coach by default because nobody yeah. else wanted that job to get that sweet, sweet comp pick. Didn't get that. So give me something good to feel about Vance Joseph this this year. Honestly, I feel like his defenses haven't been bad there. Um, but it's just, it, you know it's not going to be great either, which is essentially what it was in Denver as well. Um, Denver, I think he had a little bit bigger talent pool, so he looked a little better from a defensive standpoint. But, uh, you know, I, I can – Tell you, I, I can show you how to have a good time with Vance Joseph in Indianapolis. Um, I don't know how you can have a good time with him as as a defensive coordinator for a full. Did season. he develop talent on the defensive side of the ball? Well, there was a Bradley Chubb. Yep, he really developed. Yep. 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 Shane Ray, uh, yep. he developed. Yep. Yep. No, 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 and. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't cover tight ends to save his life. He did, oh. a, he did a hell of a job with Isaiah Simmons and Zavin Collins by not starting them in the wild card game against the L.A. Rams and subsequently starting uh, Tanner Vallejo, journeyman practice squad guy, mm. and, and Jordan Hicks, who's approaching 30. He just, I think that's the biggest knock on him is, like, set yourself up for future success, uh, Vance, by, by getting these young players to where we hope they their ceiling is. And instead, he just, by default, defers to veterans who may pick up a system faster in the film room, for instance, but on the field, it just, he doesn't see the talent, doesn't play the talented guys when they need to be played. Well, didn't the defense drop off just like the rest of the team? I yes. mean, didn't it start yeah. really hot? They, get, they gave up 30 points on average the last six games of the year. We, we've talked that, wasn't, about, that wasn't just the J.J. Watt effect either. That well, was just... What, it's the Cliff Kingsbury effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is going on? Like well, We've talked about this a couple times on our yep. show. The Cliff Kingsbury second half of the season drop-off. Do you have – have you guys – looked into why that's happening it's going like it's like going from the Des- denver biscuit company to atomic cowboy like it's just a drop off in my opinion. okay all right look at you dropping denver <laughs> yeah, references. Hey, hey. i didn't get that at all but yeah yeah well, i've watched i've watched cliff kingsbury each of his first three years in arizona and and no one can can factor into it because it goes back to his days at texas tech yes if they knew what it was they would fix it now and he, this is the guy who went on the road Two out of three games in, in the NFC West in November with Colt McCoy in one, and then December for whatever reason just fell apart. Yeah, it it, it makes uh, I it makes no sense to me no. because the, I guess what I what I would um, theorize is that he's really good in the off season at scheming stuff up, yeah. and he's really good at looking at okay here's you know here's how defenses approached us last year, here's how we're going to come out and and counter that this year. 
And then once he gets into the week-to-week, day-to-day grind and kind of runs out of ammo from that stuff he schemed up in the offseason, he's he's not quick enough to be able to change yeah. things up and, and alter their, their game There's plan mid-season. There's no counter for their counter. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And no. so, yeah, if he has a month to prepare for each game, hell, if we ever make it to the Super Bowl, I feel pretty confident we're going to have a good game plan. But uh, that hasn't happened lately. So, How close was Cliff to losing his job after this year? Because uh, outside, it seemed like there was some noise. I think it was, it was closer than people think. I think people internally within Arizona didn't feel like it was particularly close. But then you read some of the national outlets, like Albert Breer and company, that said that it was closer than people think. I do, <laughs> I do believe that... The, the way the season ended, the, they put the kibosh on any kind of contract extensions that he had leaked out through his agent coincidentally. Eric Burkhart's been busy for the past uh, six to eight months leaking out the stuff about Cliff Kingsbury getting the Oklahoma job, Kyler Murray now. That's where it all fell apart, right. to be honest with you. Once that came out, it was mm. like we didn't, we never won again. Yeah. Tough. yeah. Tough. Karma. I, I laugh because I almost called Albert Breer Anthony earlier. <laughs> uh, so when you thing. Speaking of tough and speaking of Vance, one of his most famous quotes was he said, when it's cold, it's tough. This was in response to why they were practicing indoors that day. Uh, so that's why it makes sense that he went to Arizona. Yep. Yep. Oh he does. He does. You know what? He does have a nice collection of French Bulldogs, though. So. Oh, oh okay. That. I didn't know that. That's cute. Um. You guys saw a little bit of Nathaniel Hackett today. We were just, like, shitting on your coaching staff. <laughs> you want to talk about our coaching staff? I just thought Coach Yuck Yuck was just the best thing ever today. Like, that's what he felt like to me. He just kind of showed up. He was like, oh, I've never been here before. Hey, how's it going, guys? And I was just like, who the hell is this guy? He's pretty you know what I mean? And then I looked up, and I realized it was your new head coach. And I was like, oh, this is this is fun. <clears throat> so do you, that, do you view that as, like, cute? Because we like the energy and the pizzazz he brings, the different my, my first impression was kind of goofy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what, what, what? Because every single GM and every single coach up here was, like, very serious, straightforward. Yes. And Football. he kind of comes in from, from left field. Yeah. And so it wasn't a bad thing in hindsight. But at the time, I was like, he was the first thing to start the day. So I was what, just like, you know, what's what going on? What is it about that Shanahan tree? I think McVay's a little goofy. Yep. For sure. Mike McDaniel is big is big-time goofball my in Miami. I wish he – I was telling Saul, I wish he was here today. That guy's a laugh riot. I think riot. he was. Was he? Was he here earlier? I don't know. I, I I saw people tweeting things about him, so I assumed he was here. And now Hackett kind of being a goofball on stage. It's like we were talking last night. The entire league's going to be running that Shanahan offense at some point, other than Cliff Kingsbury. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, it's interesting because Mike Shanahan, definitely not a goofball. No. no. And Kyle's no. not either. Kyle looks like he's about to throw <laughs> yeah. up every time we see him. Kyle's yeah. pretty cool off to the side, though. And I guess I've heard mixed reports on Mike as well. But, yeah, McVeigh huge goofball yeah i think maybe more than most people think um but this hackett guy man he, he they, that's really him you know like he has like camp counselor vibes or something but then you realize like <laughs> you're like that's actually that's that's his vibe well fangio was so on the opposite side of the spectrum yeah. yep. because he was like hardened old school you know work with jim harbaugh who is the ultimate like grinder you know, th- those guys are, are ass kickers, and then now you go on the offensive side, and I feel like as an offensive guy, you're allowed to be a little goofier. I mean, goodness, Cliff Kingsbury is as relaxed as they come. Mr. Clean Cut in his house in Paradise he says Valley. Relaxed, I say boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's got like the same answer for everything. We were just talking about today. His favorite thing is to say, yeah, we got to look at that and, and see what we got to get corrected. Like, uh-huh. okay, for everything, it needs to be corrected. I'm like, Jesus, I would hate to go on a date with that guy. I'm like, oh, it didn't work out. I got to see what I got to do so I can get that corrected. 
corrected. <laughs> You're allowed to be different on offense. Defense, you have to be hard ass. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last thing here. I'll make this this our our side of this quick. If we could take any player from your team, it would be Kyler Murray. If you could take any player from our team, who would it be? Well, wait a second. Pick a non pick non quarterback. Yeah, pick a non quarterback. Uh, yeah, we're gonna make you work for this one. Oh, I have a question for them in in regards to this. Would you rather have DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. for twenty seven million dollars or Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton, who combined to make twenty five million? Uh, D Hop. D Hop. Mm-hmm. Ryan. Um, D Hop. Yep, me as well. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that was you have to think about it. decision right there. <laughs> All right. So while we're picking a Bronco, you guys okay. need to think a non-cardinal QB. I know what Bronco I would want, and that's mostly because. Well, we just have no secondary receivers whatsoever, and we already brought up Jerry Judy's name, but I like Jerry Judy a lot. Ooh, I liked okay. him coming out of the draft. I like him. I would like Sertain, but I'm a Jerry Judy guy. So Why him gonna, over Cortland? Um, I just feel like he gives you a little bit more, like a little bit more versatility. You're asking really intense questions, and I'm you not prepared have, for these. You already have like a jump ball guy, too, in <laughs> right, DeAndre right, right, right. True. Cortland true, also yeah. has got a little bit of an injury history, yep. um, and Jerry was inconsistent last year. Was He he missed some time as well. Yep. Yep. So, and he hasn't broken out yet. You're kind of rolling the no. dice a little bit. I would go – it would be between two I mean, players. I'm not giving three, three first-rounders for him, but, you know, I'll give him a sixth. <laughs> <laughs> so Garrett Boyles. Boyles? Boyles. Boyles. Yep. And it's Pat Sertan. Pat Sertan. Those are the two I would debate against. When I watch, oh, I got a really easy answer for yeah. that. When I watched Pat at the uh, University of Alabama, D up CD Lamb, and Pat was like a true freshman, you knew he was going to be a big time player. Yep. That's who I would go with. I yep. think. Yep. Yep. That's the right answer. I think. Yep. I think it uh, is. I, I love Jerry Judy, and I think Jerry Judy in that offense would actually be sick. Mm-hmm. But Sertan is Champ Bailey reincarnated. He is. Um, so, all right. Do you have your non-quarterback? I'm going hop. Easy. I mean, the Broncos have a good receiving core right now, and he would be the best by far. And an instant true. Just imagine. One. Just imagine what your your team would do if they had a quarterback to throw to those good receivers. Yep. Man, yep. that's why three Sky's first. The limit. If three first for Kyler yep. and uh, any player you want. I mean, I honestly, want. like if you guys got Kyler, let me let me ask you this. Yep. If you had Kyler. You traded three first rounds and whatever else. As long as you didn't le- lose any core pieces, right? Are you guys Super Bowl contenders? Contenders. It's hard to say that when he hasn't brought a team to anywhere near that level yet. Now, let me ask. Theoretically. Do I mean, you believe before I be, day, game I would, yes. one, would you believe that the Broncos were Super Bowl contenders? Yes. Contenders, yes, but that's within like six teams in the AFC. Right. You're, like, in, the, you're in the mix. Right. Were right. the Raiders contenders last year? No. No. No, okay. wait, wait, so wait. You, get, you, you get, can make the playoffs and not be a contender. You guys yes. have to break this between Ryan and I. If Kyler is in the AFC West on the Broncos, mm-hmm. where does he rank in terms of quarterbacks in the AFC West? He so you got is, Mahomes, Herbert, and Derek Carr. He's third. He's third. Yeah. Yep. You have behind Herbert. Well. Yeah. That's what no. I think as well. Thanks, yes. boys. Oh, yeah, Appreciate for sure. Justin, Herbert, Justin yeah. Herbert, who's younger, who's, or he might not be young, he might be the same age, who's bigger, he's not. He doesn't have the durability concerns. He's got more electric arm. He right now. I love Kyler Murray. He's a better leader. Being He's Justin Herbert, a better leader. He's got better statistics. Right? They're they're putting well, up they're putting up huge numbers. The reason that they're losing is not because of Justin Herbert. Their coach was an idiot last year, going for fourth down. Their defense was awful. Right? Brandon Staley was a joke at the end of the year. They could they were talking that Brandon Staley could be fired after after how the season ended. Justin Herbert is a godsend to that franchise. I, I have Justin Herbert above Kyler Murray. Uh, I think you guys are too close. I think you guys are too close. <laughs> Justin Herbert loses every other week. 
But it's what not entirely his the, fault. It's not season? Kyler's fault when the no, Cardinals no, no, no. lose. Did you watch the playoff game? <laughs> no one played good in that game. <laughs> I am, I am, I am pushed as a, pushing Kyler Murray propaganda, pro Kyler Murray propaganda on our network, and I can say full, full you know, support of Justin Herbert, who's a better quarterback right now. Than Kyler if Murray. if you ask Cardinal fans. Would you trade Kyler Murray for Justin Herbert straight up? I would say you would have a majority of them say yes. Probably that's, because of this, that's because of these shaky waters they're on right now. I don't think they so. They wouldn't have said that last Justin year. Justin Herbert's been would, better the last Justin two Justin Herbert led the NFL or set the franchise or set the NFL record for rookie passing touchdowns. And last year, in his second year, he set the record Dude, for franchise touchdowns. Justin Herbert will make plays with his arm that you're just like, holy crap. He's got the best what? deep ball in the NFL it's right now. It's ridiculous. I think Ryan's yeah, trying to talk I'm, himself out of the fact that he's got two generational quarterbacks in his division. <laughs> I, I, I love the Chargers because they always have a great quarterback and lose. It's the best they thing do. ever. They mess it up. Um, okay, I'm going to pick uh, Buda Baker. That's I, the right I answer. I want Ooh, Justin yeah. Simmons and Buda Baker as my safety. Just wait for him to say Buda. You're That's going nice... safety, though? Safety just is not that valuable. Imagine. The Broncos just had two great safeties. Justin Simmons. The Broncos had that last year. No, Kareem Jackson is not Buda Baker. It, no, he's not, but he's a really good safety. Yeah, he's He's very good for 33 or would whatever you, Would, you, would yeah. you bring back Safe Cofield? No? Oh, is that a bad joke? Okay. You meant Invesco Field. <laughs> uh, well, we, we had Invesco Field. Safe and then Co, we I believe, had, is where the Seattle Mariners are. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good call. You're right. yeah, we, we've had a lot of stadium names. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we have. It's yeah. hard to keep track of. I don't even know what you guys we are called now. We didn't have a stadium uh, name. Um, right now, we're in Power. Yes. In Power, in power Field? field? Like yep. from the movie? What? I'm sorry. Am I thinking of the wrong? I'm just thinking of power. You just keep saying wrong. References are really fucking terrible podcast. today. I'm going to do something like empire. empire. I was thinking empire. <laughs> that would be cool. I'm going to do Saul a favor and end this right now before he's wrong about something else. We'll see you guys oh, dude, later. We've been here so long, man.